Welcome to another episode of The Raven Narratives. I'm Tom Yoder. And I'm Sarah Severson, and we're the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. The story you're about to hear was told by Yuba Lemke in June when the theme was broken. Yuba was born in Germany and came to the U.S. over 20 years ago. She loves and needs nature, which she admires for its beauty and incredible designs. She enjoys working with children and has a passion for Argentine tango, which you'll hear more about in her story. Buenos Aires, Argentina, a big, beautiful city, full of culture, full of beautiful architecture, full of theaters, museums. It is this mix of European and Latin American culture that makes it so special. It's a big city, so of course there's also a lot of traffic, a lot of traffic noise, a lot of air pollution, many people all over the place, so you learn fast to keep your pouch, your purse right next to you all the time. Many dogs, <laughs> Argentinians in Buenos Aires, they love their dogs, and they particularly like the little white fluffy ones. You know, I'm from Germany, so I would think, this is a dirty city, why doesn't everybody have a black dog? But <laughs> anyways, that's just the way it is. Um, and. Uh, the sewer system has its own problems, to say the least. Um, I am there with my, one of my soul sisters for our passion, which is Argentine tango. That's a dance that's about life and love and relationship. We like it because it's full of beauty and grace. It's a challenge. But the weird thing for me is that what's going on in my tango journey always has something to do with what's going on in my life. Um, so it's our second year there. We will spend all of March. And uh, I know from last year that the first two days I'm normally jet lagged and really tired and kind of disoriented. This year it's different. It's not just two days. Um, I. There's a certain kind of confusion going on in me. I mean, I don't find my stuff at home. We are in a small apartment. Nothing gets lost there, but I try to remember where did I put the keys. I don't know. When did I last use them? I don't know. This is something that really upsets me. And worse than that, see, I grew up reading maps. I'm good at reading maps. So when I, it was my turn to figure out how to get to a place, I made mistakes. We, didn't, we ended up somewhere else. I, I couldn't believe I just tried harder and I thought, I, I can do that if I just try hard enough. Well, of course, there's Argentine tango. That's why we are there. Um, in one of the classes, my teacher works with me on taking a step and arriving, arriving on my axis, being on my balance, holding my own. See, in Argentine tango, we don't rely on set patterns, but you never know what the next step might be, which direction, which, um, which uh, pace, which rhythm. And I understand, yes, I have to step to arrive, hold my own, and then I will be able to lead well. Well, at night we like to go to um, milongas, 
which are social events where Argentinian tangos danced, everybody dresses up. That's something that we don't do at home normally, right? We dress up, we even put on pretty shoes and realize, oh, there's something else than just sneakers and tonight I'm gonna talk with my feet. So these milongas, the light, late night milongas, they started around 10, 11 o'clock and it's three o'clock by the time we go home, we still eat a little bit, we chat a little bit before we go to sleep. And the next day, I am just wiped out. That was different last year. I mean, last year we did several of those. This year I feel, I, I don't have it in me anymore. I, I, I can't do that. I, what a disappointment for my friend because I, as much as I want, I can't. My, my whole body is just hurting. That's all I know. It's not as I thought it would be. When I dance Argentine tango, during the dance, I and everybody else, we let our guard down because we so focus on our partner. We so tune in that there's no space to think the critical thoughts about ourselves that we normally think. Um, it's like when you're in a blissful meditation, you forget about yourself. Then, of course, when the dance is over and you step out of the embrace, the guard comes up again, you make sure that your hair is okay, you tuck your <laughs> shirt a little bit, and you hope that your mascara didn't run. Um, dancing tango makes us vulnerable, but it's easier because everybody's in the same boat there. Time goes by and I realize it's getting harder and harder for me to make even the simplest decisions. Which shoes do I want to take to class today? I, I don't know. My friend will ask me, where would you like to have breakfast this morning? We can eat in the kitchen, we can be on the balcony, we, there's a little winter garden. I don't know, it's, it's too much for me. I, I, I don't know what, what to decide. In tango, there's another teacher who talks about, you know, most of the time you are just balancing on one leg and you will lose, you will lose balance. It's just normal, like, what's happening? What you do is relax, just sink into the floor. So that's what I'm working on in my tango dance, stepping, arriving and relaxing and then go again. Step, arrive and relax. By now we are three weeks into the in, into our tango adventure, into our trip, and I um, I like to learn Spanish, so I have a little computer program, and um, they teach you ten new words in one lesson. They will tell you the world the word you write it, you speak it, you repeat it, you click on a picture, and then eventually they will say, so this is the English English word. What's the Spanish word? I don't know. And I, all of a sudden I realize there's something that is not right. I, I know I'm, I'm 60 now, I'm aging, that's okay, but this is not normal. How does Alzheimer's start, I wonder? 
So what if my brain goes? What, what, what's going to happen with my profession? I'm, I'm competent in my profession, but if my brain goes, I work with children, mothers will say, you can't take your child to this woman anymore. She's losing it. I get scared. And then I think this pain, I, the whole time I've had so much pain, particularly in, in my back, sometimes cancer metastasizes to the spine. And the first thing that you realize is the, the pain in the back. So maybe my worries won't be how late I can stay out. My worries will be, what can I do at all? My friends who invite me for, for, for outings will say, oh, we better visit you where she can't get out much anymore. I, will I become a burden? When I, when I grew up, my parents would say a lot, you must never be a burden. That is awful. And old people oftentimes are a burden. Is this where I'm headed to? What if I can't look after myself anymore? What if I need other people to look after me all the time and they will make decisions for me and I don't have any say in my life anymore? I'm so frightened. But I realize that if any of this happens, I'd rather know sooner than later. And when I go back to Durango, I will see a physician and there must be ways to find out. I also know I have to say it out loud. I'm so scared, I'm so afraid of it, but I have to say it out loud. I'm afraid that it might get more reality by me saying it out loud. I go to my friend and tell her, and then after that I, I feel drained, but at least the struggling, this denying, this pretending is over. And I even feel something opening in my chest. The next day is March 24th. That's a public holiday in Argentina. Um, it's the Day of Remembrance for Truth and Justice. In 1976, the military regime came to an end. So people are celebrating, but our neighborhood is very, very quiet. We go out in the morning and it's, yeah, it's quiet. There's hardly any traffic. There are very few people, not even the little dogs are out there. And I see a tree and I realize, wow, it has been like three weeks since I last heard a little bird sing. I mean, even a, any sparrow chirping would do for me. I, how, how, how much do I miss nature? Oh, I need my nature. I need nature to hold me and to console me. And this was too much. This was an, such an onslaught. It was too much for me and I just was like this protecting myself. But I felt like Scrooge. It's not over yet. There's still a chance at the moment. I don't have Alzheimer's. At the moment, I don't have cancer. Could I get it in the future? Of course I could. But at the moment, I don't have it. And I am so grateful and happy for the life that I have and that I can interact with the world again. Um, and isn't it weird, this parallel again, how I was working in tango with stepping, arriving, relaxing. And the day before, I had finally surrendered to my fears and to what was going on. 
so I still think back of these the situation that was I was in and how I felt and I wonder how important is it for me that my brain is sharp and works well how important is it for me that my body is strong and and healthy I don't know thank you Thanks, Yuba, for telling your story. To pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives event, fill out the contact form on our website at ravennarratives.org. And subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And also share these stories with your friends. Huge thanks goes to our photographer, McCarson Tafoya of Red Scarf Shots. Check out the portraits of our storytellers on the gallery page of the Raven Narratives website. And be sure to check out her website at redscarfshots.com. Our theme music was written, composed, and performed by Jazar. You can find out more about his music on SoundCloud or at freemusicarchive.org. And as always, The Raven Narratives is a production of KSJD Radio in Cortez, Colorado. Find out more at ksjd.org. To pitch your own story for a future Raven Narratives event, fill out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's getting, we're getting there. We're so close. Just a minute. Okay, should we start it again? Yeah, at the let's top start or? again. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. I'll buy you an ice cream if we get through this. Oh really? Yeah. Seriously. 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 Okay. Okay.